What comes to mind when you hear the world stealing? Is it kids making a five-finger discount? Is it people breaking into a home and taking all the valuables? Is it someone loading up a shopping cart at a store and leaving without going through the checkout? Is it when someone calls the cops? Is it when security takes them in the back room? Does it have to be armed robbery or illegal entry? Could it be shoplifting, looting, or petty theft? Might it even include dishonest business practices? Does it have to be an unknown or could it be an employee stealing from an employer? Could it even include people who cheat on their taxes? What about people who refuse to pay their debts? How about people who live by finders keepers and never make an effort to find the real owner? What about people who take credit for other people's work? Interested in digging deeper into such topics then check out this post I found kinds of thieves, stealing, robbery, shoplifting, theft. Does it matter what the punishment or reaction is when someone steals? Does it make a difference if it is a large amount or a small amount? Does it matter if it is in a home or a store or a workplace? Isn't it still stealing? Isn't it still wrong? Isn't it really more about the state of the heart? Dash. The one-year daily insights with Zig Ziglar and Dr. Ike Rygert. For August 9th. Dash. Keep your mitts off. Dash. Memory verse of the day. Greater than you shall not steal. Greater than. Greater than Exodus 2015. Ever considered the higher standard or calling as discussed the last few days when it comes to the Ten Commandments and how Jesus responds? Ever considered how stealing violates the law of love? Greater than therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Greater than. Greater than Matthew 7:12. Greater than and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly, do this and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Greater than. Greater than Luke 10 25-37. Ever considered other verses in the New Testament about stealing? Greater than for the commandments, You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Greater than. Greater than Romans 13 9-10. Greater than let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Greater than. Greater than Ephesians 4 28. Dash. Points from the devotional. 
In the Ten Commandments God does tell us to not steal. God is after our hearts and is looking to help us live lives that are both protected and fruitful. His command to not steal goes beyond prohibiting criminal activity and more towards the state of our heart. Are you stuck in a cycle of feeling like you always need more? Are you at the point where you don't care what it would take, who gets hurt, what lines need to get crossed for you to get it? What does it say about the condition of your heart? What does it say about the focus of your heart? Is your heart focused more on God or on getting stuff? Do you realize that by focusing on getting stuff rather than God is idolatry? Do you realize it means you have replaced God with the pursuit of stuff? Do you realize it means you are worshipping having stuff over God? Do you realize it means you are admiring, loving, and idolizing stuff rather than God? What is the cause of this? What is triggering this? Is it jealousy because you are trying to keep up with your neighbors? Do you realize the impact jealousy has on your heart? Do you realize the impact on your heart causes breaks in relationships and is harming your own heart? So what is causing this jealousy? Is there a root cause? Or as I hear people say at work RCA-let's do a root cause analysis to try and figure it out. Is it a lack of trust in God's goodness? Is it a lack of thankfulness for what you already have? Is it that you are trapped in the comparison game and starting to covet what your neighbor has? Is it that you are finding that no matter how much stuff you get you can't satisfy the desire for stuff? Do you realize that it is because that void you are trying to fill is supposed to be filled with God? Stuff will never measure up. Why not consider what you have? Why not consider all that you have to be thankful for? It's not all about stuff and money. Do you realize it will get burned up one day, why not focus on what will last? Imagine living a life where you are so focused on what you have to be thankful for and how it will cause you to live and respond and love on others. Consider the consequences of focusing on what you want more and how that replaces those positive emotions with things like jealousy, envy, and discontentment. So today you get to choose. Each day we have a choice to make. Will you choose to focus on stuff and trying to get more of it and what you are missing? Will you choose to focus on God's goodness and how thankful you are? Will you choose to focus on God's blessings on your life both materialistic and non-materialistic? Let's focus on God. Let's remember how we can never outgive God. Let's be thankful for the blessings He pours into our lives rather than trying to fill that space He is supposed to be in within our hearts. Dash. Discussion Topics from Today's Devotional What's the ratio of thankfulness to the desire for more in your thought life? Take some time now to make a list of things you are thankful for. Dash. Quotes from today's devotional. Greater than when we do more than we are paid to do, eventually we will be paid more for what we do. Greater than. Greater than Zig Ziglar. Dash. Today's reading from Tanakh. Psalms 19. Psalms 20. Psalms 21. Dash. So how are you choosing to live? Are you more focused on the haves or the haves not? Are you more focused on being thankful or your desires? Are you feeling a call to live at a higher standard rather than living an average life that leads to a lowering of the average? Are you ready to invite Jesus into your heart and get a new start? Are you ready to become a new creation and start living a life that can and will glorify God? Is today your day to start? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is your Son, and that He died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Because your word is truth, I confess with my mouth that I am born again and
cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Did you pray with me? Would you be willing to leave me a comment so that I can pray with and for you about such an incredible decision? Or if you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment on my blog, why not email or text me instead? Dash.